Hey, I'm Nick. And I'm Ricky. And welcome to the Demand Gen Daily Podcast. All right. Uh, part three of the How to Win in a Recessionary Environment series. So we talked about the model in general. We've talked about KPIs and metrics. We've talked about thinking about how strong or weak your competition is. And if you haven't checked those out, please check out the previous two in this series. And now we're going to don't arbitrarily cut your sales and marketing activities. So when you're looking at a recessionary environment, cutting is not bad, but it has to be done right. And what people generally do is that they arbitrarily cut. And that's cutting without having all the facts and all the data in front of them. When we're looking at this situation, what we do at Blue Meta with our clients is we're looking at short versus medium versus long-term and what are the activities being done for those three things. So let me give you an example. We have some clients that, you know, for the next quarter or so, like they have enough orders, they have enough demand that they don't need to do anything for the next three months. But after that, they're like, we have capacity, we have room, etc. Okay, great. Let's take budget away from short-term items and let's move it into the medium-term and long-term items. And we always look at short-term by definition around here is zero to three months. Medium is anywhere from four to 12 And then long is anything over a year, right? And what we're looking to really do here is looking at the business as we are today and making a call about how to distribute the spend based on our current needs. So if you have enough work, you have enough sales right now, and the trend is flat or good enough to meet your responsibilities as a sales and marketing or marketing team all as well start moving into medium term right yeah and if you're good short and medium term push it all into long term right mm-hmm. now what does that look like this is the question i was gonna ask it's like, look we need sales now it's like, okay focus on short term what does that yep. look like there's a few things at hand here branded I mean, as an example I was gonna- I was going to say, Nick, a really good example of this is we have a, a client that's in, in plumbing, right? And in the short term, they're actually turning away work in some cases because they have too many leads, right? And so that's a great short-term position. When you look ahead, if you're overspending in the short term, what can we do in the medium term to ensure that continues, even if there is a downturn of some kind? Exactly. So here's a prime example. So if you're cash crunched, spend more than usual. Sorry, if you're not cash crunched, like you're flush with cash, you're not concerned about the short term, push everything into middle and long term tactics and turn down the short term. You want some short term in there because that's good and it's solid and it keeps going and 
you know, you want to be able to meet expectations in case anything unforeseen happens. But moving into like middle and long-term initiatives, right? What do those things look like? It's like building your email list, consistently sending out emails, content Pretty pieces, content. Yeah. branding, general branding, like things that where you're not trying to sell to somebody, but you're trying to enhance your brand. These things are medium and long-term in nature. Additionally, when you when the recession starts coming out, so like when we start going positive and everything's getting back into gear, because you've done all this brand work and all of this like medium and long-term work, you're going to be in a great position when you start shifting dollars into your short-term later, you're going to be able to harvest way more at that time. Big email lists, remarketing audiences, all of these things are going to be primed. So you're actually going to be getting a lower cost of conversion on the activities that you are doing. Exactly. So here's another example. So if you are cash crunch, so if the business needs money now, like you need sales now, start shifting dollars away from long-term initiatives without shutting them off. And this is actually very, very key. So you got to think of your customers, like every customer as like a miniature like piggy bank in the sense of this, not from the standpoint of money, but from the standpoint of positive feelings. Okay. So the more brand work you do to elevate your brand, make it aspirational, make it something that it's like, Oh, we love doing business with this company. The more you're depositing in that piggy bank. So you're creating a positive balance in that piggy bank. So eventually when you need to withdraw money from that piggy bank you can hit them with the buy now here's a sale here's like some sort of like offer please buy it they're more likely to purchase from you the higher that balance on that piggy bank is right the opposite is also true if you're hitting your customers too frequently with the buy now like hook and you're actually making you're withdrawing from that piggy bank over and over. So it becomes negative. So what happens over time is that your brand position erodes. So the demand for your product over time, if done for too long, is going to get lower and lower because your product becomes less aspirational because you're constantly trying to sell to them. Right. And Ricky, maybe a Nike example is actually like a good one here. Yeah. Nike is a great example because uh, several years ago, this would have been like two to three years ago, they were putting a lot of focus specifically on digital focused short-term initiatives. And so a lot of their budgets were going more so towards like the things that are going to increase their conversion cost. Uh, sorry, it's their conversion cost. The thing that's going to increase the initial buy, their initial volumes. But what they were doing is they were taking money away from long-term branding initiatives. So they were doing a lot less of the the big commercials, the big emotional appeals, those sorts of things. And what they noticed over time, the impact that this had on their business was that their, uh, their costs actually continued to increase because yes, they had the short-term wins, but what happened is those short-term initiatives, they're highly market driven. So what happens is the market changes, your costs still are going to rise anyways. And the brand building is fantastic because this is how you're extending your lifetime value. So rather than getting that you know, initial, just the initial purchase, you're actually getting multiple purchases and people are more likely to buy in those scenarios when you're not hitting them up for, with an offer. Exactly. So 
basically like the marketers I intuitively know branding is good and it's actually one of the best things that you can do. Long-term consistent branding actually drives one of the lowest costs per sale. Like your customer acquisition costs on branding is some of the best customer acquisition costs you can see. However, it takes a really long time and a lot of consistency in order to get that reward, right? So if you haven't been consistent in the past and you're saying we need to build our brand, we need to elevate our brand now, like during a recession, and you're going to take away from short-term initiatives, unless you have no capacity to fulfill orders right now, like now is not the time to do that. You have to wait until later, unfortunately. And again, this depends on your resources and what's available to you. So I I want to maybe cap this off. I want to maybe go over what is short, what is medium, what is long-term, right? Because brand, very obviously long-term, right? Something like a podcast, again, very in turn with brand, very long-term in nature. You're not going to see immediate ROI. There's no way. Content pieces, that can be medium, but it's also long-term. But when, then when we get into the more medium items, it's like building an email list and advertising to it. If you already have an email list, it actually can be short-term in nature. But then short-term is really ad buying. Like things like ad buying, CRO, all very short-term in nature. It's like if you turn it on now, if you pivot now, you can get results in 30, 60, 90 days, right? I was going to say a good example of this is Google search ads. For many industries, they're fantastic thing is, if that's the only tactic you're doing, if that's driving the majority of your business, what happens when you turn those off? Are people going to continue to come to your business? Maybe if they're existing customers, but all the there's no brand building, essentially. So as soon as you turn that off, you're going to lose the equity, all that uh, the resources you put into that. It, exactly. So one of the other things that we really need to focus on, and just leave it here, is... If you are in a position where, you know, things are looking a little bit tight in the cash position, limited resources, focus on existing customers, really get in there and see, go split them up by cohort, split them up by type of customers, retain customers longer, get them free, get them purchasing a bit more. Why? Like they already have bought into your brand. They're already there. Do something for them. Show them something. Maybe it's something like a one-time offer that is specific to people that have purchased in the past, retaining these customers, that's really the ticket because it's a lot easier than acquiring a customer given the current state of the market. So again, the focus here is don't arbitrarily cut your budget. If you are not cash crunched, start looking at medium and long-term initiatives because when the market comes back, you can reap, like you're basically planting seeds and you can harvest them once the growth comes back. If you're in a bit of a tighter cash position and with limited resources, shift money away from long-term into that short, those short-term activities and also focus on retaining those existing customers, providing that extra value, whether it's in e-com, whether it's B2B, treat your customers like that much better, figure out ways how to serve them better in order to drive maximum return per tactic and measure it. That's the key in all of this. The overarching item is measure each separate tactic as much as possible. Yes, there are synergies between them. We all understand that. However, measuring each one becomes very important. And as always, 
please subscribe, leave us a comment, leave us a question. We will answer them. Till next time.